0: Welcome to South Jersey's Main Street Real Estate Agent Podcast. In this show, five-star real estate agent, Nancy Kowalik, explores the world of real estate and all things South Jersey. Here's your host, Nancy Kowalik. Hello, I'm Nancy Kowalik, your South Jersey Main Street Real Estate Agent, and today we are off-site at the Swedesboro Brewing Company with founder and owner Marvin Boe. Thank you so much for having us here today.
1: My pleasure, Dan.
0: Thank you. Oh, and and even loading us up when I'm, I'm tasting, just for the record here, um, a little bit. Um, love your smile. What are you drinking today?
1: I'm drinking Burroughs Best, one of our uh, favorite beers, light beer, a uh, Trek Pilsner, so kind of a European-style lager.
0: Nice. And I've heard many things about this peanut butter flavor, so tell me a little bit about this one.
1: Sure. So our, one of our staples or signature beers is Kingsway. It's a milk stout, uh, really smooth on the palate. And we've done two variations of it so far uh, this year. One was our anniversary beer, which was a, uh, a one-year barrel-aged bourbon stout. So that's our what we call our Emperor's Cut. Nice. And what you're drinking right now is our peanut butter chocolate version. Oh yeah, I've heard it's good. So, cheers. Cheers.
0: We'll taste to this. We'll start it off the right way. And so, you know, we're doing this series about all the things that are special about South Jersey and unique about South Jersey. And I find... That I and many of our viewership likes things to do with alcohol, and and I think I love especially the local. You can't go anywhere else and get what you have here. So, um, what inspired you to do this, Marvin?
1: Sure. So, um, well, the inspiration came many moons ago. Um, I actually started home brewing in college, so uh, I graduated college in '97. So it's been some time. Sometime uh, around 2012. Uh, I helped a friend move across uh, the country, and uh, I was known at the time as a beer snob, so I was one of the early adopters of Grant brewing. (laughs) Okay. And so we mapped out a tour across across the country from Palo Alto, California, to Chicago, Illinois. Really? And it took us about three weeks, and we met a lot of wonderful people. Okay. And by the time we hit Oklahoma, uh, we stopped at a, a, a brewery and talked to the family that owned it. And after that conversation, I decided I wasn't sure when or how, but we were going to open up a brewery. Nice. So we did.
0: Very nice. And so how long has Grow Brewing been in here?
1: Sweetsboro Brewing launched, so its opening day was May 15th, uh, 2021. However, we were supposed to open November 2020, and we all know that story. Uh, so without getting into the details of that... The planning started in 2019. Uh, we were originally supposed to open. So our logo says established 2020 because officially that's when we were going to open. Yeah. And then we just delayed about six months and uh, we were open. Uh, we were received with open arms from the uh, town. We love the town. We've been here a long time. I've lived in Sweet for about 12 years. Nice. I actually transplanted from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, we lived in Burlington County, New Jersey, for yes. some time. Okay. we moved to Columbus, Ohio, and we for business. Right. and uh, when we moved back, we looked for a profile in the town that would fit our needs, and that's when we found Sweetwater.
0: Oh, nice, very nice. So I love it out here—the mix of people coming for land and space, the openness, right? So it seems to a lot of entrepreneurs, I, I think, it's in bringing bring the industry to where you are. I think, which is very cool. I you know I'm guilty of that too, uh, but that's awesome. And so. Your inspiration was your, your trek from Palo Alto to, to, to the middle of the country. What inspired the names of your, your group? Sure. Right? Uh,
1: yes. So when we first moved to Sweetsboro, and uh, truth be told, I didn't know much about Sweetsboro. Um, I actually uh, looked it up online and, and the demographic matched where we were coming from yeah. in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, wow. As, as I mentioned, we lived here for about 12 years. Well, in the first couple of years, we fell in love with the heritage of the town yes. and, and the people that we met. So... As I became kind of a, uh, I'm a history nerd to begin with, oh, but okay. as I became familiar and really start to understand the origin of this town, which is actually one of the oldest towns in America. It uh, is. I think it was founded in, in 1640 or 1638.
0: That's a great history. Um,
1: and so I, I started looking in and all that. I, I met uh, the folks from the um, Historical Society, and you just learn little stories over time. And. I realized that not a lot of people even living in the town knew the stories. Right. For example, Raccoon Creek, and I'm sure you hear Raccoon many names. Yes. Raccoon, raccoon uh,
0: Valley, uh, yes. Slim Club, there's, rac- there's raccoon everything. Exactly. Absolutely.
1: And so I still find it surprising when people come in that live in the town and ask why our mascot is a raccoon. And I tell them, well, the early settlers, when they um, started uh, fur trading with the Native Americans here, the Narragansett tribe, Narratikon translates to raccoon, so a lot of the English-speaking people who settled here refer to it unofficially as Raccoon Town. So that's one of the small little tips and facts. And when I started learning all these sound bites, yeah. I thought, what a great platform to share these stories. Right. And so every one of our beers tie into some historical factor of the area. Not just Sweetborough per se, even though the whopping majority of them are Sweetborough. Yeah. We have a beer called We Elephant, which is a Scottish ale, and it's named after uh, a story um, from uh, El- elephant, uh, swamp oh, okay. elephant Swamp Trail. Oh, and Elephant Swamp Trail. Rumor has it that there was a circus that came through yeah. and lost an elephant in the swamp. And so there's stories about this elephant. You can still hear or see them yeah. every so. I was often. just
0: on that trail recently. and know exactly what we were talking about. Yeah. So we
1: so we named the beer after that to, to love, tell that legacy story.
0: I love that. I love the idea of legacy because South Jersey. I mean, I came here. I kept moving further and further south. So I felt like I could breathe, right? So now I have my family here and they actually really like it here, which is kind of unusual for kids actually want to stick around the area. It's nice. But to see other people coming and making it more of a legacy for, for everybody.
1: And it's businesses like this and the small ice cream parlors that are opening not the things so that okay. that are really starting to give this old world feel, um, you know, kind of hometown. Yes. But we need more of these types of businesses, Agreed. and and so we don't have to travel thirty minutes away. So opening up the again, we were received with open arms when we opened up the brewery. The town actually, the government of the town actually changed ordinances about a decade ago to make it brewery friendly. Yeah, and nice. So when we met uh, the officials like like Mayor Tom Fromm. Yep. Yeah. We were received with open arms, and they did everything they could to help support uh, us opening up. In fact, they're still helping us with regulations and things like that today. So, uh, and that's really important if, uh, if the towns want to uh, evolve and grow, as Sweetsboro does and has been. Yes. Um, inviting companies like ours to want to settle down, plant roots, is nice. Yes. A, a and thing.
0: making it easy to thrive, like yes. making it easy to thrive, which doesn't always happen. Government, I won't go into that side by side. <laughs> we won't go there. But um, but you've got some other interesting. Interesting parts to your background. So when you walk in here, I see mugs with numbers on them. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure.
1: So um, we have um, what we call a mug club membership. Okay. Uh, And uh, we we started it the first year. We we actually did it as a reward for for those early uh, supporters. Okay. So we wanted to do something special for them. So we thought it was going to be small and quaint and just for a select few. And then the uh, response was overwhelming. So we hurried up and shifted it. We have some that are lifetime members, which was a one-time thing. Once they were filled, they're, they're complete. Right. So we have about uh, 60 uh, lifetime members, and then every year, we open up the membership for an adding basis, okay. and we have just under 150 members. Right.
0: So when you come in, and we'll show some shots of it, there's some there's some beautiful ceramic mugs that you can see displayed behind the bar area, and as you walk in and look around the room, you see these glass mugs, and it's really cool. But the other thing I noticed this was some skateboards. Yes. So tell me about that.
1: Sure. So if part of our branding... Many breweries and the lingo in the business is when a a new beer is coming out, um, we refer to it as what's on deck. And so uh, the idea of having a skateboard deck was a nice uh, homage to skateboarding as a child. So, uh, you know, growing up, I I rode BMX bikes, rode skateboards. And many people that are coming to the breweries now who are kind of have graduated beyond hanging out at a bar, Mm -hmm. um, they still like to go out and entertain and and, and they still like to have a nice cold uh, beer. And so a lot of these people are my age. Right. So the music that we play and the, and the vibes that we give off and even some of the artwork that we share, like the skateboards, right, all pay homage to uh, our kind of younger days. Nice. Very nice.
0: And so how often do you brew? Like, I, forgive me, I don't know a lot about beer, and I'm sure there's plenty of people listening that won't either. So how right. long does it take to brew a vacuum? Is that what are, what are the terms here? Sure, terms? No problem.
1: No, no problem. <laughs> Uh, so, we still refer to uh, beer size uh, by barrels. Okay. And so, barrels, you can't see it on the screen right now, but just behind the camera, there's wooden barrels.
0: Right.
1: That's up until the 50s, that's how beer was transported. Okay. Uh, it wasn't until the 50s when these aluminum kegs that we're more accustomed to seeing, which are often referred to as a half barrel. Okay. Uh, so a, a keg is, is 50% of a, of a barrel, right. but we still use the term barrel measuring uh, size of machines, equipment, right. uh, or even a brew. Okay. And so our system is a 10-barrel system that means every time we can we can brew a batch of about 20 kegs' worth of beer. Okay. It takes us about four hours uh, to complete the process. Right. And then once we put it into the tanks behind us, which are fermenting tanks, yeah. we introduce yeast. And yeast, eat the kind of sugary substance that we yeah. created, and they produce two kind of byproducts, one being pure ethyl alcohol, which right. we love. That's right. the, when you see on the side of a, of a beer bottle or can, ABV, that means alcohol by volume. Right. We try to keep ours around five to 6%. So it's a nice, what we call session beer, meaning you can drink them all day and right. not really put them. But well, we do have a few um, kind of delicate beers or delicacy beers, if you will, that are a little higher, maybe Got 10%. Got it. And uh, and so the yeast, uh, they'll take anywhere uh, between 10 to 31 days to complete their process. happen okay. Depending on the salad beer. For example, your peanut butter beer, that takes about 11 days uh, to ferment. Right. And it goes through a process, about 14 days to serve. Got it. But however, our Czech Pilsner, like this one here, the really light kind of really refreshing looking, almost like champagne, if you will, yeah. uh, can take upwards of 30 days. Okay. Uh, complete.
0: Really? Interesting. So I going to say, for the rubber, I love this. This is good. You know, I've always said kind of a wine world for establishedness, establish um, <laughs> but, um, but I can come in here and a lot of times I've been to breweries and there's nothing for me to drink. So I'm like, I'll have water. I don't want to be the stick in the mud. and go there. But this is lovely. Thank you. i got to say, my brother was here recently. I told you, and we raved about it and so I'm giving this a big heads up for
1: sure. Well, my, my wife, Michelle, she's not a beer drinker either. Okay. And everybody finds that ironic because we invested so much into a, a, a brewery. However, I did introduce her to a stout, which does not taste like a typical beer. I would say this tastes closer to a national brand than you would expect. Yep. Whereas a, a stout has a very unique flavor, kind of a coffee profile, if yep. you will. Uh, and then we add the chocolate with the peanut butter and it just and makes it a, a dessert. Amazing. <laughs> So she started drinking stouts, and she liked them. And now we uh, we recently introduced a summer shandy, a lemon shandy. And uh, she loves that beer. So the fruit flavors, the sours, even some of the uh, darker stouts really uh, kind of appeal to the palate of those that aren't accustomed to drinking beer.
0: Right, right. Something for everybody. We you also know? do a seltzer now.
1: Oh, do you really? And we flavor it 14 different ways. So when you come in, you can find the – you want really uh, – Uh, sugary or sour. You can get something like watermelon or or cherry. And if you want something rather basic, you can even get a a root beer.
0: That's awesome. Again, I love love that. Certainly, you know, it's it's a challenge running a brewery in this environment with some of the things that the lawmakers are doing and trying to do. You can't have food here. You can't, you know, can you bring food here?
1: We can. Yeah. So we have an open, we're kind of a a BYOF, if you will, bring Mm -hmm. your own food. Um, we've made friends with all the restaurants in the area. In fact, many of the larger restaurants were the first to put our beer on tap. Oh, nice. And, and so there's a misconception that there's a tension between restaurants and bar owners. I can tell you, uh, at, sorry, and breweries, um, and I can tell you with certainty. At the local level, in the small town, it couldn't be any further from the truth. I, I can't, can't say what the agenda is for the larger restaurants, franchise restaurants, if right. you will, right. um, but that's not what the town's made up. Yeah, at least yeah. here, I here. see
0: it. I see it here. I see it around the area. And I don't see the tension either. It's really, it's kind of largely made up in other areas. But you know, on a more positive side, so let's, you mentioned your wife, Michelle. Does she come here often? Like, is, do,
1: your, does your, do your kids come here? Like, tell me a little bit about Is this
0: a family affair?
1: Uh, it's not a family affair. Uh, my wife does love the brewery. Um, we've met a lot of wonderful people to become our friends. And yep. we've only been open now for a little over a year. Right. But we've met a lot of new friends as a result of the brewery. Yep. Um, she loves the activities that we, she loves the beer fest that we go to. But she's a nurse. Uh, right. she works for Jefferson. She's okay. a full-time nurse and yeah. she has her profession. Right. Um, this is mine. So, uh, and we, we kind of keep it separate. So nice. she doesn't work the brewery. She does help out and volunteer. She does help with shopping. I mean, we're really, literally doing everything. Yeah. Our kids also, um, love the idea of the brewery. My daughter is in Bale, Colorado. Oh, uh, nice. So, yeah. So she moved away with her boyfriend. They've been <laughs> out there for a couple years now. And my son moved away to uh, Eastern Tennessee. He went to ETFU University and okay. when he graduated, um, one of the state biology labs uh, hired him right now out okay, of school yeah so him and his uh his girlfriend uh live it and they've been out there for quite a uh, I think almost three years right? oh wow and yeah so when they come back they love the activities oh, they come cool. back for some of the big events they came back for the anniversary etc and yeah they, they they love they love the idea of going to the brewery.
0: nice very cool and so if you know someone coming in here for the first time I mean you know your 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 Mar's I think his name is Freddie was wonderful I walked in and I came a couple minutes earlier really you weren't quite open yet he just jumped on. He was very sweet, very attentive, and I mean, it's a great location here, right? So you've got beautiful, mature trees around. You've got some outdoor space where you can sit that's covered. You've got the indoors. It's a great little area. I mean, um, what else do I need to know about your vision here? Sure.
1: Uh, well, well, first of all, I've been really blessed with the staff here. Um, when we first opened up, a couple people that interviewed were teachers. Mm-hmm. and So that's kind of like a part-time uh, yeah. job. And since then, and it was not by design; it was by chance, uh, happenstance, if you will. And uh, almost all of our team, are our teachers, or work for the school district yeah. of some sort, okay. uh, and have been with me almost from the almost all almost everyone has been with me from the beginning. Nice, yeah. So, so the um, again, not to make this about um, about regulations. Um, there are a lot of um, new regulations, not new. But enforce regulations that are tied to our license. Yes, uh, that limit the activities that we can have in the brewery. Really? Yeah. So uh, again, not to not to, everybody has a job to do. We're, we're, we abide by the the rules. But yeah, we would love to. Like uh, early on, we, we started with uh, events at the brewery at yeah. different times, and some some are successful, meaning some generate revenue with drinking. Right. But some are just a social activity. Right. Um, we had painting classes, for example. You know, like around Christmas time, you yeah. would take. And I think our number one seller was water at the time. because <laughs> a lot of people who came wearing beer drinks. Right, uh, right. Which but was
0: okay. It, it, it was something okay. different, absolutely. But then we have other
1: events, or had other events like uh, like comedy shows and even karaoke, nice. which is not available in this area. No bar is doing it uh, right. right now. And so um, we had those, and they were very successful. Nice. So we'll uh, weather the storm and wait and see where the regulations are, because most of the Enforce regulations are around entertainment, and not necessarily beer uh, safety and distribution. Oh, right. So we're we're waiting to see where that goes. Um, we're optimistic, right. and uh, and if things change, um, we'll probably be the first to offer unique experiences that you can't get right now in the town. And that's our primary objective: is to find unique experiences that we can offer that may not have been offered in the past right. and may not be offered in the future. Right.
0: It's a community. It's a place to gather, it's a, right. right? It's a place to gather and have new experiences and. Like, enjoying yes. this wonderful of
1: beer? We've been focused this year on distribution. Okay. Uh, so we we sell a lot of beer and cakes uh, to bars and restaurants. I nice. think we're in 14 now in the wow. South Jersey area. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we, we recently hired a, a salesperson. So okay. we're working on uh, expansion. Our goal is to, to deliver and produce beer, produce and deliver beer for uh, outside sales, okay. just as much as inside sales. Good. But to have an experience, much like a winery, yep. for beer, yep. a local watering hole. Is something that most people were uh, really interested in. When you go to a bar, and this is, this is again, not a comparison, just a reality, they sell a lot of national beers. So yes. it may look like you have 12 beers on tap, but if you understand the styles of the beers, there's 10 lagers and maybe two specialty beers, like in Oktoberfest and, and Shane. Right. When you come here, there's 21 beers on tap, there are 21 different styles. Wow. We don't have two lagers, you know, so you have a real diversity. So when people come here, it's about experience and beers that they can't find in okay. other places, and I think that's the complementary difference between a bar sure. and a brewery. Right?
0: right, you're a specialty. You're showing the full breadth, um, and I understand you can get beer flights, kind of like yes, that, right. So that's <laughs> kind of cool. So you can come and taste a bunch of different things,
1: and I'm only four ounces at a time, so you don't have like to worry it. about. Really, you can try four different beers for the same volume as a vine- As a pint, vine- that's
0: vine- smart. That's smart. I'm, I'm that kind of girl. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. So anything else that our viewers
1: should know about you and, and Swedesburg Road? Well, uh, we are now um, integrating with other towns. So, for example, um, South Harrison is where I live. South Harrison uh, is a dry town. When I met, met with the the council there, they were very open to a beer garden, things like that. So oh, now nice. they have South Harrison once a year. They're now going to do a two-day festival in October. And We're going to call it a fall festival, mm-hmm. and we're going to represent there for them, so we can serve uh, alcohol to the community. Uh, you know, beer garden, if right. you will. And they're going to have a, a fair and a, and a carnival and, and rides for the kids and things like that. So uh, that's what's really nice about what we can do. Uh, well, actually, everyone can do. But what we're what we've been doing for small towns. We've been bringing, um, you know, cold beverages for that and kind of round up these.
0: Bringing a different experience because when you're out at those festivals and the kids are doing all sorts of fun things, it's good for mom and dad to be able to have a libation and, and it gives you a chance to further right, your reach a little bit. And three, Sweet Bird is doing
1: food trucks Thursday of every month. I did not know that. Yeah, How so cool. for, for the summer they do three of them, so yep. uh, June, July, and August. Yeah. And we were invited to be the beer garden for all three.
0: Ah, nice. Very cool. Very nice. And so, do you have like, any other long-term expand? Like, you know, what's the what's on the dream scope?
1: Yeah, so that, well, one of the biggest, most ambitious goals would be, would be to create a destination brewery. So um, right now, this is a wonderful space. You can see the side that we're yeah. in—we're a, in a retail area, and our landlord's wonderful. If I had an I wish statement, it would be to create a a, a standalone entity uh, that people can travel from Delaware and from other places and 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 hang out. And also experience the town uh, and, and possibly even move to the area. So 100%. if we're a destination, we feel that we can help with tourism uh, in South Jersey. We're, we're also part of um, two bridges, uh, wine, beer, and spirits. Uh,
0: cool.
1: Yeah, Bo Rains runs that. Yeah. And, uh, and so she's really working hard uh, to develop, uh, you know, kind of this uh, destination yes. and tourism yeah. for South Jersey. And so we're, we're trying to be part of that as well. And in Swedesboro, there's a distillery and a winery, developed wineries, and yep. independent distillery. Yep. And we work together to try to figure out nice. how we can get more activity, so people mm-hmm. would be excited to come to Sweden. Yeah, I know.
0: One of, one of the things that's it's funny, because as a realtor, you know, most people think, I want to see all the the grounds just level the more houses come in. And I'm like, listen, people come here for the experience. Yeah. And they, they like the space. And agritourism and the, the individuality of what we have going here is what draws people in. That's right. right. People come to Swedesboro. They come to Malky Hill. They come to Hatfield. They come to these areas and go... I want to be here like it's and it's because of entrepreneurs to take the risk and do something different and special that really makes it a destination.
1: And it might not happen this year, but we're working with the town to introduce the first beer fest. in Sweet
0: Ah, that's a great idea. we can invite,
1: you know, 30 or so breweries yeah. to the area and other vendors and then bring people from outside of I've experience right. the town.
0: Right, the synergy, make it a bigger thing. That's a beautiful thing. That's a a great way to end it. So um, Marvin, thank you again very much for the libations and your time. You're welcome. It is much appreciated. Yeah, much appreciated. Again, I'm Nancy Kuala, your South Jersey Main Street real estate agent here with Marvin Bowe at uh, Swedesboro Brewing Company. You should put this on your list of destinations to come check out South Jersey. In the meantime, go out and make it a great day.
1: We would love to have you. Cheers.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode of South Jersey's Main Street Real Estate Agent Podcast. To learn more about working with Nancy and her five-star real estate team, visit
1: nancykowalik.com.